McCaffrey split out wide to the right. Newton takes the snap, and he is in for a Panthers touchdown. This is what makes Cam Newton so special. Everybody knows he is keeping the football. They run the power O. I think, like, a thousand percent, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a thousand percent. Keep on <laughs> I'm back! I'm back! Hey! Matter of fact, I'm going to just let this shit rock. And y'all know the deal. If you're not a Panthers fan, if you ain't been rocking with us the whole time, don't sing this shit. It's simple. Don't sing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you saw what my niggas say? You saw what my niggas say, man. They talking about. And spring became the summer. My nigga say keep pounding y'all nigga. Hey, my nigga say keep pounding y'all nigga. Hey, sing this shit. Touching hands, reaching out. Woo! What he say? What he say? Tie, 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 tie. Woo! Listen to me. First and foremost, thank you for tuning in to FPFO for Panthers fans only. Um, delighted to be back, as you can tell. Do apologize for missing last week, but it's probably it's probably best that I did miss last week. Uh, cause I was coming in here aiming for everybody's top, especially Matt Rule and Sam Darnold. But we're going to get into it. Again, welcome uh, to FPFO for Panthers fans only. You know the vibrations. Panthers win. Keep pounding. Sing this shit one more time. And let's get to the shit, baby. Sweet Let the horns talk to you, man. Let the horns talk to you, man. Hey, my nigga in the... Matter of fact, let me cut this shit. Hey, my nigga in the press conference say, woke up this morning, daily devotion, and it was about Moses. And God came to speak to him in the desert. Nigga say where we at. <laughs> nigga say where we at. <clears throat> if you don't already follow the page at Goodies and Two Shoes at G2S Good Talk Pod, uh, Twitter 
at two underscore goodies YouTube. You already know goodies in two shoes, TikTok, goodies dot the letter in the number two dot shoes. I'm sorry if my voice is a little shot right now. Been a long weekend. I went up to Dallas for uh, Dallas versus Atlanta. I was in AT&T, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, beautiful stadium, my first time out there. Had a blast. But let me, listen to me. Let's just get to the shits, man. So we get blasted by New England and that bitch-ass Mac Jones that I can't stand. It makes me sick to my stomach. We get blasted. And it just see, and like I said, it's just best that I didn't come in here. It's best that I didn't come in here after that game. And and and, and that I didn't have time to record. It's really, it's really a good thing, honestly, because the mental, the, the mental state that I was in prior to Thursday afternoon when the report came out that Cam Newton wouldn't once again be a Carolina Panther. The mental state that I was in. Prior to Thursday of last week, after the shit-ass performance that I had to sit sit through and watch from the Carolina Panthers against the Patriots, just was not good. Honestly. I'll just be honest. L- listen, it was not good. And, and a lot of y'all were asking me for the episode, everything like that. Listen, it's just best that it didn't happen. Really. It's best that it didn't happen. Because now, guess what? I get to come in here with a smile on my face, with my chain out and my one jersey on. And let niggas know what energy we own, man. Wow. Wow. Um, we'll just jump right into it, bro. We'll jump right into it. We'll do a quick little uh uh quick little recap of the first half or the first couple possessions or whatever may have you. Um we come out first, we win the toss, we defer. Already I'm liking that energy. Cause see, this is the matter of fact, let's just go ahead and get into this shit right now. This is the thing. I've been saying all year, all year, every single week, I got to listen to Matt Rule go into the press uh, press conference room, and every time he's deflecting accountability off of Sam Darnold, you know, he's blaming uh, this and that, then he wants to highlight the defense being the problem. The defense ain't never been the problem, and everybody within the Panthers fan community knows that. Everybody really within the organization knows that the defense hasn't been the problem. That was just a, a, a defense mechanism for Matt Rule's butt buddy, Sam Darnold. So that's number one. We defer big time. I mean, we just fly into the football all day, bro. Fly into the football all day. We get to a third down. Hassan Reddick again with the sack fumble. We get the ball, I want to say, on the 25, 30-yard line, somewhere in that range. We drive. And then Mr. Newton. Superman himself. Matter of fact, I ain't he ain't even Superman no more. Cause I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all right now, too. The energy that this nigga been on is really different. I ain't never seen Cam like this in this type of mindset. This type of mental state. I ain't never seen it. I ain't never seen it for real, bro. I'm telling y'all. So he ain't Cam Newton no more. He Moses. <laughs> he Moses. Cause he don't refer to Moses twice this week. So to me, he Moses now. So he ain't Superman. So Moses come in, <laughs> you know, welcome back to the NFL, run Isaiah Simmons' little ass over to get in the end zone, and he let niggas know he back. So that's how we start off the game. 7-0, the energy on the sideline is unmatched. Haven't seen us have fun like that. Uh, damn, maybe really since about 2015. Honestly, 
I ain't seen the boys jumping. Hey, I ain't never seen after Cam Newton scored his first touchdown. I ain't never seen Christian McCaffrey act the way he acted in that damn end zone. I ain't never seen it. I ain't never seen him uh, do that when he scored a touchdown. You know, when we won a big game, I ain't never seen him. You know, display that much emotion, that much passion and excitement. I've never seen it, bro. I've never seen it, and that's the difference. That's the difference that Moses brings to a football team. Second drive, after we, like I said, we go up 7-0. Second drive, um, defense comes up big again, like they've been doing all season, putting the offense in a position to go score points. Fourth and one, they try us like we like like, like we soft. <laughs> like we soft. Like we don't got the fastest defense in the league. Like we don't got some young niggas that's gonna come down and smack shit. They try us like we soft in their own territory. Fourth and one, we get to stop on a little weak quarterback sneak. Phenomenal push from the D-line. Everybody hits their fits. We wrap up and we finish the deal. We get the ball back. Um, get the ball back. Have a good little drive. Uh, wildcat play. That was that was really the highlight play of that drive to me. Was when we came out in a wildcat formation. Christian McCaffrey takes a direct snap. Um, it seems like the play is blown up. He 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 bounces it back, back to the outside, catches the edge, burns whoever whoever that DN was or outside backer who thought he had an angle on him burns him. Accidentally steps out of bounds. Initially they called it a touchdown. That was over uh, overturned. Rightfully so. Um, then again, we work, we work, we work. Cam Newton comes back in. Another touchdown. For, for the second touchdown in as many plays, in as many times as he touched the football. So, I mean, and we just continue that, bro. The whole rest of the game, we we, we just, and this defense, it's like, again, I'm going to make a lot of references back to 2015 today. Cause that's how I'm really feeling, bro. That's how I'm feeling. I ain't felt like this since 2015, and I know a lot of y'all feel the same way. God, honest truth, I know a lot of y'all feel the same way. I ain't felt like this since 2015. Real life, I haven't. So for me, when the, even when we were losing games, I loved watching our defense play. Cause sometimes you got a defense where you like, shit, here they come. Here comes the defense. We know they about to get. No, 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 no. That's not what this is. That's what it, 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 it ain't that. It ain't that type party no more, gang. I'm just letting y'all know, and, and I'm feeling really different today. And I know I'm all over the place, but I'm feeling really different today. I told y'all two weeks ago, I wasn't going to another Panthers game for a very long time. <laughs> I lied, cause I'm in Boa Sunday, rocking. I ain't felt like this in a long time, bro, about Carolina Panther football. I really haven't. I really haven't. Defense, we just so fast, man. And it's like when we coming, when we're coming, we're coming with bad intentions. Because a lot, you'll see a lot of guys that'll play fast, you know, hey, play fast, get to the football, and then they tense up when it's contact to be made. But the young niggas we got, they really come in, they come in and drill shit. No cap. It's different, bro. It's really, really different. It's really, really different. We, I mean, 
if you watched the game Sunday, you know, and I don't watch it. I didn't get a chance to fully watch it uh, on Sunday. I caught Cam's first touchdown. I actually was in AT&T with my Panther shit on because that's really how I'm rocking. With my Panther shit on, uh, we were at the team store or something like that. My my pops wanted to get some gear or whatever, you know. And I'm just sitting outside the line just watching. I'm just outside, outside of the line just watching. I'm like, mm, I hope he get in. Soon as he come in, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, here we go, here we go. They run the power oh, It looked like you know he was gonna be stopped in the backfield for a TFL. He get loose, hit that corner, and when he hit the corner, you know what time it is. It's wraps. And when I tell y'all, I lit AT and T up, and them damn Cowboys fans, Cowboy Nation, like they like calling themselves, <laughs> whatever. Them niggas was in there looking at me like I was crazy. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling, bro. I'm talking about I was in that, mm, I was in there lit, bro. No cap. Did my nigga take his helmet off? My nigga take, take his shit off? He said, I'm back. I said, oh, word. I said, hey, he different, bro. He, 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 really, he really on some different energy, bro. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. Fast forward, like I say, man, uh, I'm going to just get through this quick because it ain't really... It ain't really, you know, a lot of game recap that needs to be had, but it's a lot of conversations that we need to have, and that's what we're going to do. Um, fast forward, I think, you know, like I said, we score again uh, with Robbie, the touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson, uh, and we're going to talk about Robbie too. We're going to talk about Robbie too because, see, this is the thing. When you bring a guy like Cam Newton into your locker room, Everything changes. Yak, Yak said it to me the other day, and we were on one accord. When I came back, I went went to see the game. You know, we were on one accord. Went to see the boys. He said, hey, you see how happy that motherfucker Robbie been looking since Cam got there? I said, yup, because it's different, bro. Robbie, you know, two weeks ago or last week, cussing Sam Darnold out on the sideline, you know, IG looking different. He ain't looking happy. I ain't seen a nigga crack a smile. You know, he not involved in the offense. Sam Darnold two weeks prior or a week prior in Atlanta trying to get him killed in the hospital. His only one target across deep down across the middle get lit up. You know, it just hasn't been a good year for Robbie. But let me tell you something. Uh, Sunday, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Everything changes, bro. Everything changes. And really, this is why we shouldn't have got rid of Cam Newton in the first place. And let's just start having, let's just start having conversations. You shouldn't have got rid of Cam Newton in the first place. And I'm gonna go ahead and say, Sunday, I was coming in here to tell y'all, excuse me, last week. After the game against New England, I was coming in here to tell y'all everything that we were receiving, all of these losses, all of these embarrassing games that we're, we're participating in. I was coming in here to tell y'all every bit of it we deserve. Because if you just go look at the history of this organization. And we can start first and foremost with Camp Newton. 
after 10, 11, 12 years of him giving every single part of his body to the organization, we get the new regime in, they dismiss him, get him gone. After, after coming out and saying he's our guy, right? Then you wait till everybody has their quarterbacks in place, everybody has their quarterback signed, moves were made, so you, you tie his hands. He gets blessed with the opportunity to go play for Bill Belichick. Subpar year. We can all agree on that. But I always chalk that up to, and this is another conversation for another time, but I always chalk that up to, yeah, you can say he had a terrible season or a below average season, but if you have, or excuse me, if you don't have a whole offense or excuse me, a whole offseason to learn the most complex offense in the league, then yeah, you'll look like that too. But that's neither here nor there. So I was coming in here, like I said, to tell y'all everything that's happening right now to the Panthers organization is deserved because it went from Cam Newton, did the same shit to Jonathan Stewart, did the same shit to Thomas Davis after he gave, uh, you know, three torn ACLs and much, much more to the city. Every inch and, 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 and you know, being of his body gave it up. For the organization Played with a fucked up arm in the Super Bowl D'Angelo Williams When his mom passed away Nobody shows up to his funeral Or to the mom's funeral He takes offense to that And I still don't know if D'Angelo Williams Has forgiven the organization for that But that, that was just disgraceful He goes He's gone Greg Olsen Everything he gave to the city, he was he he's been on record saying he would have loved to retire as a Panther. We can't get a deal done with him. Steve Smith, and they try to paint the narrative that you know him and Cam didn't uh, couldn't get along, didn't get along, whatever may have you. But it's not like we gave them ample ample amount of time to work through that. So yeah. Everything that was happening to us Or everything that has happened to us this season We've deserved it We've deserved every bit of it And you can feel how you want to feel about that But that's just the reality of the situation Because I just gave you five or six examples Of where this organization got, got real grimy And real oppy like Drake liked to say I just gave you examples. So when you don't do right by people and shit don't start going your way, you know why. Because that's your karma coming back. That's the energy you don't put out. But luckily, because I'll be honest, Tavian, the other day, before we signed Cam, with the, with the injury to Sam Darnold, and we'll get into Sam Darnold in a second too, because I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. Matter of fact, we can go ahead and address this right now. I never in my life, never in my life want to see uh, Sam Darnold in a Carolina Panthers jersey ever again. I don't care when that nigga get healthy. I don't care about next year. I don't care about none of that. I don't want to see that nigga in a Carolina Panthers jersey ever again. 
I don't like like dead serious, bro. Dead serious because what this game showed me Sunday. Because listen, this is the narrative that's going to be painted, and I've heard it all all week. I've heard it all week. So this is the narrative that's going to be painted. Uh, the Cardinals didn't have Kyler. They didn't have D Hop. You know, they didn't have a lot of skill position guy. But listen, at the end of the day, the the Arizona Cardinals have been one of the top uh, top defenses in the league the whole season. And Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins have absolutely nothing to do with the uh, the offensive side of the football. And so just me seeing that we actually have the ability to carve up one of the best defenses in the league when we have a quarterback and, and, and all, you know, all praise and respect to P.J. Walker too. Because, yeah, P.J. Walker's uh, performance got overshadowed by, you know, the return to Cam Newton and everything that he did. But P.J. Walker... Made a lot of big plays, a lot of big throws, a lot of moments, you know, where we had the momentum early. Should Sam Darnold have been behind center, that momentum would have been lost because I know he would have made a mistake. I know he would have made an idiotic decision to hold on to the ball too long or to force something into triple coverage. So, yeah, I never, like I say, I never want to see Sam Darnold in a Panthers jersey ever again. Back to my previous point. I talked to Tavian before Cam Newton was signed. He said, bro, y'all need to go get Cam Newton. And you want me to be honest with you? And this is, I I mean, this plays a part into why I'm so excited too. Because I just really, I never in my life thought that this would happen again after the way we did that nigga a year and a half ago. Tavian said, y'all need to go get him. I said, bro, honestly... I would love it. You know, I think the whole Panther community would absolutely love for that to happen. I know the energy would change. I know we would have a shot to make the playoffs. I know we would have a shot to make some noise in the playoffs. But the simple fact of the matter is I really don't think, for one, I don't think Scott Fitter and Dave Tepper will put their pride to the side and make the phone call And for two, I really genuinely did not believe that Cam Newton was in a position mentally to forgive the organization for for the way that we did him. I really didn't believe it. I didn't. And then the news comes out Thursday that Cam Newton was once again a Carolina Panther. It's different, bro. It really is. Uh, let's just look at some stats here. Like I said earlier, too, um, and we'll just talk about the game a little bit, um, the schedule going forward, and then I'll, I'll, I'll get out of here. I don't want to make a, a drawn-out episode, but I did want to come in here and, and let y'all know how I was feeling because I did miss last week. Um, again, a great, really a great performance from P.J. Walker, man. Honestly, as much as you know, I want to talk about Cam Newton and everything he did with the two touchdowns. Um, Cam did go three or four for eight yards, um, so nothing to write home about there. Uh, three rushes for 14 yards, did have two touchdowns, um, so that was great to see. Um, but PJ Walker, man, 22 or 29 for 167 and an interception. Now, you know, that those numbers don't completely jump off the page, but it's all about game management. And that's what I've been saying this whole year. It's all about game management. 
and what we do when we're in a position to score the football. The defense d- did to start the game off this past week. The defense did what it's been doing all year by getting big stops, turning the ball, uh, uh, forcing turnovers, and putting the offense in a position to score. The difference is Sam Darnold can't do it. P.J. Walker, Cam Newton, they did what they needed to do Sunday afternoon. They did. P.J., he's standing standing in the pocket strong, not holding on to the ball too long. You know what I'm saying? There was numerous times where we needed a big play, and P.J. is in the pocket, sitting there, and it's easy. Pat the ball, boom. Here come the big D lineman. Outside backer after they show the mug look, everything. He takes a huge hit, boom, delivers a strike. So, matter of fact, round of applause for P.J. Walker. Because he had an outstanding game to me. I loved it. I loved what I saw P.J. Walker do Sunday. I really do. Getting the ball out quick, making the right decision. You know, he did have the one mistake on the interception. Which, you know, that happens when you don't have, like, as many reps as you should be getting. But it happens. So he did have the one mistake. But other than that, I mean, P.J. Walker had a phenomenal game. And I think that, you know, us as Panthers fans, I know, again, that we're excited about Cam Newton. Him being back, we're excited that he, you know, he scored his touchdowns, whatever may have you. But we need to give P.J. Walker his flowers, too. Because P.J. Walker had a hell of a performance. And every time we've needed him to come in the game and step up, he's done so. He has. So, again, I'm going to give P.J. Walker another round of applause for the job that he did Sunday because, again, a lot a lot of the performances that happen Sunday, you know, will be overshadowed by Cam. And, and as you saw the energy I'm on, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at that because that's just natural because of the story itself. You know, the guy that Cam is, the polarizing figure that he is, I know what's going to happen, but I want to come in here and make sure that the guys that, you know, have been playing their part all season and doing their job all season or or that did their job exceptionally well Sunday, I want to make sure those guys are acknowledged too because this was a team win. This was a team win. All three phases of the game, we came out and executed. Christian McCaffrey, I've been on, you know, I've been on record numerous times with the way I feel about Christian McCaffrey. Um, but he he came out and he balled too. 13 carries for 95 yards, 10 catches for 66 yards. I mean, just phenomenal a phenomenal performance from him. 7.3 yards a carry. That's I mean, that's about damn near unheard of. He was toting that thing, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Moving the sticks, making big plays when we needed them. The most, which you know he's done very, he's done so often. Um, but he again, he deserves a round, a round of applause for the performance that he had. Robbie Anderson, welcome back because I know how hard we've been on Robbie Anderson. 
Again, I've been on record acknowledging his faults this year with the drops, you know. I, I wasn't one of the guys on the side of, you know, trying to uh, talk down on him or demonize his character for the way he was re reacting on the sidelines against New England. I think it happened against Philly as well when he had one of his outbursts. I wasn't one of the guys, you know, that, that was opposed to him doing that and going about it the way he did. Because I was on the, on the side of, yeah, he has a right to feel that way. Now, when you, when you, you know, you make your feelings known vocally the way he was going about it, then you have to at some point step up yourself as well. So, you know, it didn't look that good with him spazzing out and then not catching the football when he had the opportunity. But he came back Sunday, um, four catches for 37 yards and a touchdown. You know, he got more involved. So round of, a uh, round of applause for Robbie being back. Because, I mean, I, I feel like I haven't talked positive about Robbie or heard anything positive about, about Robbie in the last four or five weeks. So it was great to see him get back in the swing of things. Um, the defense, bro. I mean, listen, and I'm going to say this, and I really don't care how anybody feels about it because this is just a fact of the matter. And y'all might think I'm crazy. But if you go like if you go look at the film and you go do your research, and I'm not talking about highlight tapes, I'm actually talking about going and looking at the actual film. Shaq Thompson is one of the best, if not the best, linebacker in football right now. Yeah, he is. He is the, the the speed that he plays at, and the plays that he makes, and the way he he he's learned the playbook defensively, and the way he he knows his keys and everything uh, for every single opponent. It's a different level, bro. It's it, it's it's damn near Luke Kuechly esque, really. And y'all might think I'm crazy for saying that, but that's that's real life. That's real life, bro. Like. I'm feeling, I, I'm just feeling different, bro. DJX played a, a hell of a game. Uh, you know, the, really the entire secondary. Every It was just, again, one of those things where this is one of the best performances that I've seen from, from the Panthers in a very long time. Um, the, the closest thing this season that I can kind of, you know, and compare it to to a certain degree is a game against New Orleans with the type of complimentary football we've been playing, well, that we played Sunday. That's the closest thing I can really say. But even then, man, the energy, the way the defense was flying around, the way everybody on the offense was involved, it just, I, I, I just haven't seen this in a very long time, bro. I haven't seen this in a very long time. Um, Hassan Reddick, I just talked about Shaq Thompson to me being one of the best linebackers in the league, if not the best. Only only guy that I'll really definitively say right now that plays a linebacker position that that you can make an argument about to me personally is Demario Davis from from uh, the New Orleans Saints. That's really the only guy that I'll even you know hear a conversation about. When it comes to that specific topic 
Um, Hassan Reddick, bro, a, a sack and a half again Sunday, three solos, four total. Um, and, and this might, he might really be. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not even going to say he might be. This was the best free agent signing of 2021 for the entire league. God honest truth. I remember in training camp, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if this was just a narrative I cre created in my head or, uh, you know, something that I heard through through Dave Newton or, or uh, Joe I can't think of a uh, person, Pearson, whatever. I don't. I don't remember where I got this from, but I remember um, in my head, and I, just thinking about it this year, I always thought that we had to make the decision between Denzel Perryman and Hassan Reddick, and I wasn't a hundred percent confident in Hassan Reddick being that guy over Denzel Perryman. But boy, I mean. I have nothing at all negative to say about Hassan Reddick and the way he's been performing this year, bro. I don't. I mean, this is just absolutely the best move that the Carolina Panthers could have possibly made to improve that defense and to improve the rush was to sign Hassan Reddick. And he's, he's done nothing less than spectacular the whole year. Honestly. So, I mean, I love that signing. Extremely excited to see, you know, where he'll end up. I think he's at, let's see, let's take a look at this real quick and see where Hassan Reddick is right now as it pertains to sacks. Um, Because I think he might be, let's see. Okay, yeah, nine and a half sacks tied for fourth. In the league So You know Phenomenal signing By Carolina And Scott Fitter Round of applause for Scott <laughs> Round of applause for Scott And And, and, and I'm gonna just say This thing too I'm gonna just say This one thing too Cause I really I, I really been sensing Some hate and shit With Matt Rule Cause I really don't I still feel like Bro don't bang with Cam Dead ass But But Matt Rule really Every single week on Monday or Tuesday, on an off day, needs to go to Cam Newton's house and he needs to bring him a thank you, a, a, a thank you gift and an apology letter every single week. Because the way it's looking right now, Cam Newton really has the potential to save Matt Rule's career in Carolina. Because I, I really personally think Matt Rule, his ass was about to be packed up at the end of this season if we didn't get our shit together. No, like no cap I'm telling you The fans were fed up with him Dave Tepper Every time they were showing him in the box He just looked disgusted You continue to make the wrong decision About Sam Darnold Week in and week out So I think that it was very very That Matt Rule was extremely close And I personally think Closer than we may Like as fans Thought he was I think he was extremely close to being gone. No cap. So Matt Rule needs to be going to Cam Newton's house every single day. And every time he walks in that damn building, 
There needs to be a sense of appreciation. Because I haven't 100% seen it yet. Because to me, I said it to my pops numerous times over the weekend, but to me, Matt Rule seemed like he really been on some hating shit as it pertains to Cam. So, yeah, he need to be thankful. Um, just going to highlight a couple more things here. Um, another major part or another major part of the victory that stuck out to me. Uh, this was just in the first half. Um, I'm not sure how we ended the game, but it, it, it really doesn't matter just because we were up by so many points. But third down conversions in the first half. Four of seven. So another thing that, you know, we've been struggling with all year. Um, hasn't really necessarily gone our way, et cetera, et cetera. It's third down conversions. Four of seven on that that front. Um, so, you know, that, that was something that I was very happy to see. That that execution was, you know, coming together a bit more. Another thing, I don't know if Matt Rule took responsibility over the offensive play calling this week. You know, I'm not 100% sure what's going on with that, but there was a lot more creativity. And obviously, I know that, you know, Cam Newton being present plays a huge role in that. But it wasn't just when Cam Newton was on the field. We went back to that 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 uh, quick-hitting trap, went back to that after we got the holding called on us the first time we ran it. I think C-Mac gained like 15, 20 yards on the first time, got called back with a holding. And we come back like two possessions later, we run the same exact play. But I, get, I, I tell you what, it's not no damn halfback stretch. It wasn't no halfback stretch. I saw a lot of different um, route schemes I haven't seen this year. Maybe they, you know, maybe they, maybe they've been in, involved in the the uh, offensive play calling. Maybe they have, but I haven't seen it. Because if they were, some of these plays that I was seeing Sunday, if they were, they wasn't being executed properly. Excuse me. They weren't being executed properly. So I, I, I'm sure that, you know, there's some sense of relief um, from Matt Rule and Joe Brady now that they can kind of, you know, get a little more creative with their play calling and everything isn't looking so basic. And so stagnant, you know. So that was another thing that I saw Sunday that I was really impressed by and really made me, you know, really has me feeling good going forward in the season. So, yeah, man. I mean, again, just, you know, just beautiful performance. I I, I really don't know. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know like any other, you know, word word to describe it. I mean, just a beautiful team win, beautiful team execution. You know, finally, I will, you know, I'll give our coaching staff credit. Beautiful job, coaching wise, schematically. Um, another person I want to highlight before I kind of wrap this up, um, as we look forward to what we have coming up, um, Zane Gonzalez. 
Zane Gonzalez, and I'm going to read this to you, and then you know we'll touch on it a little bit more. Um, this year, Zane Gonzalez is 19 of 21. So that's 90.5%, and his longest field goal is 57, uh, 57 yards. Um, and it says, quote, Zane Gonzalez is currently on, on streak of 16 consecutive field goals made. Mm, let me reread that because that sounded horrible. Zane Gonzalez is currently on a 16 consecutive field goals made streak. Let's say it like that. Um, for the season, he's 19 to 21 on field goals, and he's 12 or 14 from 40 yards or longer. Um, those 12 field goals from 40 or beyond are the most in the NFL this season. Um, so, round of applause for Zane Gonzalez because. Us as Panthers fans know, you know, the the uh, frustration and pain that we've had to deal with as it pertains to our kickers the last two or three seasons, maybe even four, since the departure of uh, Graham Gano. And Zane Gonzalez also won NFC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week this week. So he's, he's done an outstanding job, you know, another great, Pick up by Scott Fitter in the middle of the season. You know, it a lot of things seem as though they're on the, the right path. Let's say it like that. I don't want to get, you know, too high. Because, <clears throat> I mean, I can't get no, lo- no lower than I've been the last month and a half too much, really. Because I came in here, I was gassed up after the Atlanta win. And, you know... We came out and got smashed by New England. And what I was going to tell y'all was, this is one of the points that I was going to make as well. You know, after I recorded the Falcons podcast, I, I made a point that, you know, we're in the playoffs. We still can make a run, et cetera, et cetera. But I had to do a self-evaluation. And the reality of the situation was, you can only have potential for so long. Because at some point that potential has to be reached and you has to you excuse me, you have to progressively get better as the season goes along. Right? This to me, this game Sunday against the Arizona uh, uh excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals was really the first time this year that I've seen that energy. On all three uh, in all three phases of the game, the passion, the emotion, the execution from a coach's standpoint, the scheme that we came this is this is the best win that we've had all year, and you may say you know people will try and and, and uh dismiss the win or try and uh you know decrease the value of the win. Because we were going up against Colt McCoy, no D Hop, whatever whatever may have you. But for us, this is what we needed. This is what we needed. And it starts and will continue to go through. Started with Cam Newton and the energy that he brings to this football team. And the leadership that he brings to this football team. 
that was the problem. There was no there was no leader. And I think I think that that's kind of part of the reason Matt Rule, like I said, he seemed to be like, you know, on some hating shit. Maybe that's why. Maybe he's threatened by Cam Newton. Because wouldn't you? Honestly, if you were a head coach of a football team, you know, that has been below average all year after starting out 3 and 0. Actually, let's just be real, has been terrible for a better part of the season. Wouldn't you be intimidated if a figure like Cam Newton came in and demanded the respect that he demands? Shows the leadership qualities that he displays. Wouldn't you be threatened? So I get it as it pertains to Matt Rule and and the way that, you know, he seems to be acting since Cam Newton has came into the building. So I I, I really understand it. Um, <clears throat> but again, everything started with Cam Newton and the energy that he brought. Everything. No matter how you look at it, that's what everything started with, bro. So absolutely phenomenal signing by Scott Fitter again. I'm glad that, you know, Cam Newton was able to forgive us for the time being. I'm glad that that Scott and Dave put their pride to the side and were actually able to reach out. I'm glad Matt Rule, to a certain degree, put his his pride to the side as well. Um, because, you know, I can say this and that about Matt Rule, but at the end of the day, the reality of the situation is if Matt Rule didn't want Cam Newton to a certain degree, Cam Newton wouldn't have been a Carolina Panther. So, you know, I got to give Matt Rule credit as well for, you know, swallowing his pride as well as Dave and Scott and, and for reaching out to Cam Newton and making this thing happen because it's seeming as though this was the right decision. Moses is back. Again, I'm not calling that nigga Superman no more because if you just listen to his interviews, you listen to the way he's been approaching, he knows what he's here for, bro. Cam Newton before, yes, he wanted to win. Yes, he wanted to win. I'm never I'm never challenging, you know, the fact that Cam Newton ever wanted to win. But we can all agree that that Superman Cam Newton was showtime. Box office. And Cam Newton he he's still the same guy to a certain degree. But it's very, very different. He's in here on a mission. He's not Superman no more. He's Moses. <laughs> he Moses. And again, the Carolina Panthers and the organization seemed or is currently seeming as though it was the right decision to go get Cam Newton. Because Sunday we were on a different level. And I'll just be honest and transparent with you. If they would have rolled, or excuse me, if they still would have rolled out Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't believe that that team still, I I don't believe that that team would have beat us. Regardless of who was on the field. And you might think I'm crazy and that's okay. That's okay. But I don't think that with the energy that we brought, with the way niggas was flying around and hitting, 
with the game plan that we had coming into the football game, I really don't think that that, that, that Cardinals team would have beat us regardless. And see, this is the thing. This this team that I'm seeing right now, or this not let me let me. I need to slow down just a little bit. The team that I saw Sunday is the team that I've been expecting us to be. That's the level of play that I've been expecting us to reach all season. And the simple fact of the matter is, yes, it starts with Cam Newton, but the inability of Sam Darnold to execute and play the quarterback position. Also played a significant role in the why in the reason why we were playing football the way we were. No energy because there's no clear cut leader. There's nobody to hold anybody accountable, and we have a quarterback that can't execute the 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 the, the simplest throws in the game, really. And that's what it stemmed from, bro. That's really what it stems from. Um, we'll take a look <clears throat> real quick at what we have coming up. Uh, currently, the Carolina Panthers do hold the number seven seed in the NFC. Everybody in the NFC South lost Sunday except for the Carolina Panthers. So don't let that happen too many more times. Because should it, we might be looking at getting some NFC South Championship t-shirts. Because I've been saying all season that I was confident that we would 100% beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at least one time. So if niggas keep sleeping, and if niggas keep slipping, I'm going to go ahead and let you know what energy I'm on. And if you couldn't tell, matter of fact, you know what kind of energy I'm on just simply based on the way I opened the pod today. Let's take a look. We have Washington next week in BOA. Then we go see Miami, um, have the bye week 13. Um, Then we close the season with Atlanta, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, and then Tampa Bay again. Listen to me. Um... Allegedly, Cam Newton will be starting Sunday. They did say, uh, Matt Rule did come out and say that he would be getting, you know, the bulk of the first team reps uh, this week in practice. I haven't checked on that and seen if, you know, he was true to his word in that regard. Um, but, you know, it's the reunion with Ron Rivera. We'll welcome him back. Um, Curtis Samuel as well. We'll welcome him back. Um, that's another big game, another big game against a really solid football team. Um, I'm excited. Oh, one more thing, actually, to speak to the the matchup with the Cardinals again, because I've been hearing this all week and it's really been frustrating. Um, you know, just trying to dispose of, uh, the win against Arizona. Arizona Cardinals were without DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray both two weeks ago when they played the San Francisco 49ers and when they won 31-17. to The same San Francisco 49ers team that Sunday night, or check that, excuse me, the same San Francisco 49ers team Monday night absolutely obliterated the Los Angeles Rams. The same team that, you know, 
a lot of people see as the best team in the NFC with the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. and Von Miller. So the Carolina Panthers beat the same team that beat, you know, the LA Rams in prime time. So this game was not to be taken lightly, bro. And I, I'm just not letting people get that off anymore. Again, Washington will play them. I, I, I do feel like we'll beat the Washington football team. I think that the energy in BOA will be crazy as hell. That's why I have to be there. I will be there. So make sure if you see me, say what's up. I will be in the building Sunday against Washington. Um, Miami. We play the following week, and then we have a bye. These are two very winnable games. Um, I think that if we can go into the bye at 7-5, and five, I think that we'll be in a great position. We'll come back against Atlanta. I think we'll beat the absolute dog shit out of Atlanta. And then this is where things start to get a little tough with the last four. Buffalo, Tampa, New Orleans, and uh, Tampa again. Um, but we do have, we have a chance. We have a chance. To win our division. And we have an even better chance to make the playoffs. And I think that the NFC. Should be extremely nervous if that should occur. Because I've been saying it. I've been saying it. Since after week four. When we lost to Dallas in Dallas. All of these Cowboys fans want to open their mouth and speak to me. You know. At AT&T, Tavian, Pops, you know, other OGs in my life. Niggas want to open their mouth and speak to me because they beat us week four. But I've been telling their ass the whole year. And, and I'm closing like this. I've been telling their ass the whole year. We'll see you in January. And a lot of, uh, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you this right now. A lot of teams in the NFC do not want to see a fully locked and loaded and activated Carolina Panthers football team. It's that simple. It's that simple. And that's all I have for today, man. Um... I do appreciate y'all for tuning in. Again, big win for our guys. Um, very excited about the rest of the season. Cam Newton is back. Moses is back. Um, you know, just very exciting time to be a Carolina Panther fan right now. Um, and I hope that we can continue to ride this wave of momentum going into the bye week. And I hope that after the bye week, we continue to play great football. And that leads us right into January and making a run at the Super Bowl. Really. Um, again, thank you for tuning in to FPFO. Um, we will be back with Good Talk tomorrow. Uh, got a lot to go through in Good Talk tomorrow. Um, so just tune in. I'm not going to give the preview or nothing like that today. Just make sure you tune in to Good Talk tomorrow. Um... If you're a fan of that show, FPFO, we will be back again next week. Um, 
Happy early Thanksgiving We about a week away from that You know <laughs> I always say That's a fat nigga favorite holiday I love Thanksgiving You know Great family Great food um, So yeah man Big win for our guys The Panthers win Keep pounding And I'll see y'all next week Peace Ella ni trate y llama la atención Ey, el perreo es su profesión Siempre apuesta pa' la misión La baby llega y se siente la presión Ella ni trate y llama la atención Ey, el perreo es su profesión Ey, this shit in Dallas be rocking, yo I love when he hear that shit Ey